0: You are now tuned in to the Windy City Benders Podcast. This is WCVP.
1: All right. It's another episode of WCB Podcast. Hockey is back. Lots going on. 116 straight days of hockey. We are on what? Day four?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Day
1: yeah. <laughs> four. So Capitals, Capitals you know, Pittsburgh on right now, and they for some reason can't figure out that a goal that hits the crossbar isn't not a, a goal. goal. <laughs> I don't call it a goal. Yeah. So what's up, Tanner? How you doing? Know <laughs> bud?
0: Doing great, man. I'm finally going to be able to watch the Hawks tonight because I've been working the last two games, but you know, that's fine because they gave a total of 10 goals <laughs> like again. So it's just like, let's, it,
1: let's it wash has, that away. It has not been good. They called it a good goal. Wait, what? <laughs> Even though I'm on the bench, he's like, Whoa, yeah, let's. Right. Are you kidding me?
0: Holy shit. I, what? That hit the, that clearly hit the crossbar. Oh, like, I wonder if the audio, I don't know. Are they, did he put it in afterwards? This is good stuff right now.
1: <laughs> How is that, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just blown away by that. How is that a goal? And I just lost my signal. All right, whatever. Probably the best. (laughs) (laughs) What is is Toronto seeing that we're not seeing? What the fuck? It clearly hit the crossbar and jumped right down to the crease. All right, anyway. You're going to watch it. You'll know. If you're listening to this, you should know by now because it'll come out tomorrow, and this will be probably talked about on Hockey Twitter about how brutal either officiating or Toronto's being. Yeah, that's crazy. That's brutal. And if Washington ends up losing this game because of that, that's kind of hilarious. But, yeah, not good start for the Hawks. I uh, After game one kind of question, um, I know we set the bar pretty low. You had that good uh, little soundbite last episode about, you know, low expectations.
0: Expectations, baby, let's go. Guess who wasn't upset? I wasn't upset. (laughs) I don't know. I
1: think our expectations weren't low enough. I was expecting a little bit more of a fight coming out of that, at least that first game.
0: Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like, are we, do you, are we just going to go straight into talking about the games right now? Yeah, let's do, let's that. do that. All right. I, uh, I think it wasn't like terrible. Um, It was clearly like, they had a strong first 10 minutes of the first period. You no, know? they were, they were in there with them and it was what, when was the first goal scored? Cause as soon as that happened, then it was like, You could see that they were a little bit deflated. Um, And they didn't finish the period good at all. But it doesn't help, too, when, like, I don't know. There's some, like, lucky bounces. The Hawks are not going to get lucky bounces this year. They literally are not. That's one of those big things that, like, I don't think the Hawks ever usually get lucky bounces. Like, the one that goes out of the corner from Matthew Joseph – and goes, like, off the back of Subban, like, that was just, like, no no good. And then that
1: that tip for the third goal was unreal.
0: Yeah. And, Um, like, I mean, Subban can't really do much about that, you know, but. All right, on Tuesday or Wednesday. Wednesday, baby.
1: Yeah, Wednesday, the first goal came. Uh, on a power play 10 minutes yeah like halfway through so yeah literally we got through 10 minutes of play it was was fairly decent
0: yeah and then like the power play wasn't anything crazy the the reason he scored was because nobody fucking put the body on Palat in front of the net and who's standing right next to him Duncan Keith who just waves his stick at him and I'm just like oh like why is he standing right in Subban's grill He, so
1: he did, I mean, the same thing happened game two. I mean, we'll get to that game, but Delia played the puck and when he goes to get back in front of the net, like, I don't know if Keith's not talking to Delia about there's a guy coming or if Delia is just like freaking out because, you know, guy coming hard on him and then he tries to get back in front of the net and like Keith is just kind of standing there in the crease, not really like doing anything, just more being, being in the way I don't know what was up with Keith the first couple games he didn't look good at all um what did you think of Suban's play for that first game overall
0: I, yeah he was clearly tested <laughs> like <laughs> like like for the first goal like I that's one of the ones where you really wish that you could hold on to that rebound but I mean Fuck man, it's difficult, you know? Like, and then Pilat also does make a nice move where he kicks it to his stick. Yeah. And puts it in. But like it that's the thing too. Like he has enough time standing right in his grill to kick it to his stick and then put it in. It's like, why isn't any like that's one of the things where I noticed that like I liked having Zadaroff out there because that man just stands in front of the net and is just like, you're not fucking you're not gonna do anything here. Like I like, I like having Zadaroff. I thought he looked pretty good. Yeah, and like
1: a nice little size and grit out there, which is yeah, and like throwing the bit. body.
0: Like honestly, the de- like defensively, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. I think Ian Mitchell looked pretty good. Um, the one thing that he did wrong that I would say was on the second goal, even though it was like a lucky goal. What happened if you watch the replay? Like, he gets caught in the corner just kind of watching after he went after Matthew Joseph. He kind of, he's kind of just checking the play and see what's going on while Joseph is crashing the net from behind. And then he just throws the puck on net and goes off the back of Suban and in. Yeah. So it's kind of like, ah, shit. Like, if you were, if you were going hard still, like, and you were on him, like, he might not even touch that puck. But like, like I said, that shit's, it was a lucky bounce off the back of him. And then he doesn't know where it's at, cuts like, pushes off, goes to the other side of that night, and just, like, kicks off the back of his pads and in. just, like, fuck, man. Bad luck there. Yeah.
1: It was kind of cool seeing Mitchell did get a little bit of uh, penalty kill time. He uh, played almost a minute out there. Bocos was the only defenseman who didn't see pen- uh, penalty kill time.
0: I don't think that's ever going to be... Yeah. And... Unless for some reason we get, like, a five on three, and it's for two minutes, and you need to put and only the the two people in the box are like two defensemen that are on the penalty kill typically. Yeah. I think that's the only time you'd ever see him and that's even a possibility you might not even see him on the penalty kill still.
1: So I'm um, speaking about Zuban again just I'm looking at the stats here. He finished the game with a 84 85% save percentage. So. Yeah.
0: Which I mean doesn't really like when it's such like a nineties kind of stat to just look at like the save percentage with like all the advanced stats we have now. It's kind of like you look at like the quality of shots as well. And like, if you're watching the game, like he made some pretty good saves. There's a few times I think that he looks like he's maybe not completely in position and like uses, tries to use like athleticism to make saves rather than just like sound goaltending.
1: I was going to say, I have that written down here that like I, I personally didn't think Subban looked that great out there. I know he had a couple big saves and a couple of the goals weren't his fault. Like you said, nothing he could do on them. Right. There's times where his positioning, he just looked lost out there. Like he really didn't know what, he, like, it looked like he was like, you know, he could totally tell that he hasn't had like a full game of hockey played in a long time. It just, true.
0: it just did not look great in my opinion at all. It doesn't help to be going against basically the exact same team that won the Stanley Cup.
1: Right, yeah, and that's that's another thing too. It's like I always think of this, uh, the Arizona Cardinals coach when he was off on the Chicago Bears like a couple of years in the Monday Night Football, like they are who we thought they were. Kind oh, of. I- and like, yeah, Tampa Bay is who we thought they were. There's a reason why they are a lot of people's pick to win the Cup again and repeat. Like I think they're clearly – top two, top three team in the league still. And definitely take, yeah, definitely took advantage of this, of this young team that didn't, I mean, you guys, it's a hard situation going into this for all the teams, but especially a team like the Hawks who are so young, they're losing, they lost so many of their big veterans and not even like, I know Doc's not like a big veteran, but like a big part of that team that you have to throw this team together two week training camp no preseason games to kind of get some jelly going and then you, you have to open up the season with back-to-back games against the defending cup champs dude get the fuck out of here. there's no way this could have been actually so much worse if you, now that i like you think about it
0: yeah that's the that's the thing like you could tell just watching the game like there's there's a certain sense of confidence that tampa bay just has when they have the puck and they're skating with it and it's just kind of like it really feels like they're like, Oh, we're going to take this in and we're going to set up and we're going to do whatever the fuck we want. And there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> You're just like, Oh fuck, please don't.
1: <laughs> Here's a couple of times I'm watching them do like come in and like do exactly that. I'm just like, Oh, so this is how it felt playing against the Hawks
0: between yeah. 2010, and 2015. Oh that shit. Insane. Dude. This sucks. <laughs> oh man, dude, this isn't fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, there was, like, still – there's still, like, some bright bright spots. You know, like, there was chances that the Hawks got. But, I mean, then you – not only do you get the chances, but then now you have to face, like, one of the best goalies in the league that fucking wins Vezinas and shit. And you're like, okay, well, we got past their offense, which is pretty, pretty fucking high-powered. Now we're getting past their, like, pretty fucking great defense. And it's like, all right, now there's the third step there is getting past their great fucking goalie. It's like, goddamn, man. <sighs> but – yeah, he made some good saves. Like Shaw had a good chance. I think uh, Puse, Puse, Puse Suter looked yeah. pretty good. He looked really good. I like that. I like that. like that line. Do. Honestly, like seeing the guys that we haven't really seen yet on the that have been that have been playing the last couple of days, like they they've been looking do- like decent. You know, like like if they. What was it? When I was listening to the broadcast, and they, they were talking about how like it's going to probably take five or six games to actually like really get into it because they have no preseason games, you know? So like like once they get settled in, I think they're going to look pretty good. Like that fourth line looked good from the start.
1: Dude, since the playoffs last year, that has been a line
0: to not mess with. Like, what is it? Cam. It's so weird to me though that they played more, they had more ice time than like Kubalik.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that was something I was going to bring up too, because um, Nolia was texting about it in our group chat, and so Kubalik, where's that? Where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he at? Eleven minutes and thirty seconds. Yeah, eleven minutes thirty seconds. Suter, eleven minutes and forty nine seconds. That line had one less shot than the Kane line
0: in about 9
1: less minutes. Yeah, 9 less minutes. Suter had as many shots as Kane did. Yeah. They don't have a lot of offensive power, so you clearly that's clearly a gun-ho shoot the puck, get to the net type of line. Why are they only playing 11 minutes? <laughs>
0: That's that's the pucks on net line that I was saying in our group chat, man. Like, Thierry just scores goals. He, like, doesn't get assists. Kublik scores fucking five on five like crazy. Suter's supposed to be just another Kublik. So, I was like, yo, that line is getting pucks to the fucking net, and they look great when they were doing it. Like, they're, they're moving the puck back and forth, too, and then just getting shots on net. They actually had, like, I think some of the best chances during that game. Yeah, Suter,
1: that nice little breakaway. I think he he picked up a takeaway, and then – I mean, there was just – I think he did one little move that just Vasilevsky wasn't biting on. But, I mean, that line – I think they played more when we moved to the Nets game. I'll look it up with their ice time. But that's a line that needs to be out there. Not as much. I don't think they're going to – I mean, clearly you can't have as much as Kane. But, I mean, that needs – they need to be seen second-line minutes. They can't be doing this, like – minute bullshit 11 minute bullshit
0: like if you if you like we need to score fucking goals like i don't like if you want to just play defensively that's not going to work the team's not a very good defensive team like you can't be playing the fourth line so much but i guess like if you're trying to match the fourth line up with their top guys like that's why they're probably playing more but
1: i mean um, their fourth line's not even a fourth line like they are like a third a, a third second line type line too with the they just have that extra grit. Like they, I mean, they're like we saw in the playoffs last year and we saw it in that, I know it's just a scrimmage, but like that line together, they put up some offense too. Like they they get dirty, but they they put the puck on that and they they create opportunities for themselves.
0: David, I just saw that David Camp have a 71, like like faceoff percentage last game too. It's pretty good. Not too shabby. Yeah, I think mean, all in all, like it's tough to come out against Tampa who has the least time off, which I think is in this sense is good for them because like in a normal season, if you go the whole 82 games and then go the whole playoffs and then you go right into the next season, you can be dogging it a little bit. But I mean, they have the whole summer off. Then they played a little bit longer of a playoffs and then a couple months off. I think you're more fresh and probably still into it. A little bit more when you're winning the Stanley Cup and coming into this season than like any other.
1: And you said it's basically it's almost entirely the same team. So yeah. That chemistry. You're not, you not have to build up that chemistry.
0: Coburn Cedric Paquette, and Kevin Shattenkirk, and that's about it. Yeah. I'm like, that's it's literally the same fucking team. And it's like you can you can fill those three spots and like having the same team like they're it those spots are going to they're going to be so much more comfortable because that team's already very confident and comfortable. And there's no pressure for them, you know, like it's <laughs> it sucks cuz like that's not the shit that we got to do in 2010. Right. Like that team had to be torn apart because of the salary cap. Like nobody could just go on LTIR and be like, "Oh, well we're 16 million over the cap, but you know, like we have injuries, so
1: that's gone. He's just hurt. Let's like yeah."
0: Yeah. It's fucking Horseshit. shit. Like, I wanted their team to be torn apart like the Blackhawks. <laughs> <laughs> like, and just get, like, fucking screwed in every trade because, like, you have no trade power. It's not fair. <laughs>
1: uh, bullshit. Um, yeah, and the only goal the Hawks scored that game was off of a defenseman and What's then off Bezleski. So in a way it was 5 nothing but you know the hot shot that 1-5 to 1 um then oh, saturday Matt. friday comes around game 2 same teams I was before we get to talk about it, how do you like this way it's set up with these schedule like baseball series style do you like that like a little mini mini series
0: um i kind of like it but then i also kind of don't because when the first game is 5 to 1 i'm like oh god not again <laughs> 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 i know i mean i'm fucking i was right because then it's five to two it's like okay like we got slightly better <laughs> but it's still five goals like great our team is averaging a five goals against per game it's gonna be a long season then it's yeah it's gonna be really long
1: much better start though yes that first period they were it looked like a better, te- like, I mean, I don't know, to say it's like a good team, but they looked definitely like a better team. They looked like they were embarrassed for how they played that first game, which is what I think is going to have to happen a lot. They're going to have to be embarrassed about how they're playing to kind of get that motivation going, because I don't know where else they're going to find motivation in this type of season.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's got to be a fire, and it's got to carry them through the entire game, not just part of it, you know? and like we saw what happened again like they get scored on and then it's like oh fuck and then one two like right afterwards it it's like three oh, oh. now like, we're down 3 to nothing when there was just one goal 2 minutes ago like yeah.
1: it was like a 5 minute span where there was three really quick goals um i thought Delia looked really good i think right now you got to ride him as, as your, your one guy. I think he, you don't think so.
0: I like, I honestly, <laughs> you could just keep flopping him back and forth <laughs> until somebody wins a game really. Yeah. But I think Delia,
1: I like, I don't know. I just think it's like a little bias because Delia kind of seen him in Rockford and stuff. And like, he was supposed to be his position and then Laner came in and now he's finally getting it. So it's like, I feel like he's got a little bit more to prove
0: um what was u save save percentage 84 84 okay he well, is the alias is like 86. so much better that's
1: that's starter material right there
0: <laughs> but I mean like who didn't expect it against like the team that we're playing and also the fact that no one had like there's like been like what 60 games started between the the goalies that we have like even if that i would be shocked it was that high
1: yeah between delia and suban
0: yeah oh dude i'd be shocked Um, it might be like 40 something because i think suban has like 38 or something like that i don't know either way man but hey like (laughs) oh no he did had 61 games started okay see so yeah, i was right i remember oh, seeing that's a like pri- i, I...
1: well did he play that many games
0: i'm trying i don't know um i've i know they switched up the line slightly in game two and i can't remember what oh they brought kurashev in and i thought kurashev actually looked really good yeah he looked great um... from the from the things that i saw like i was listening to the game basically at work on the radio and like, I'm they kept saying Kershev was looking good, so I was like, All right, I didn't have to believe it. And then I just kind of watched the highlights, and I was like, Okay, yeah, see it. He
1: uh, he got moved to the like the from the taxi squad to the main roster when they put Doc and Taves on LTIR. Oh, yeah, so he I think is going to be in the lineup more often. That's and he, I mean, he, he earned it after that last game. I thought, um, they moved Souter. Up to between Kane and it, I believe, for a little bit. Okay. And Kane was actually talking today, saying that he really enjoyed playing it playing with him. He said that kid works hard. He gets to the puck. He he shows where he knows where where he can where he needs to be type of thing. So he says he's gonna he knows he's gonna be sa- playing with a lot of different centers this year. But he definitely was impressed with Suter, which I guess is a huge. You know, that's a huge gotta be a ego boost a little bit or confidence booster here in crazy like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like, hopefully he's going to be the one that kind of runs with it then, you know, like working hard and just wants to show that you can do it all. And hopefully that just sticks. <laughs> but um,
1: yeah, speaking of Kaner, I think him and Debrinket, they looked really good playing together. It was like they're starting to gel a little yeah. bit.
0: Bringing uh, Brinkett got on the board.
1: Brinkett got on the board. Keener got it on the board.
0: I think that's going to be really, really good for him right now because, like, you know how he was in such a – like, it's basically a slump for him last year when he scored almost 20 goals. But, like, to get on the board early on in the season and, and with that goal, that was a nice fucking goal too.
1: Yeah, a power play one-timer from from Strohman. Yeah,
0: like Strom just setting up down low, like right on the goalpost, basically, and just goes cross crease with it, and then just top shelf.
1: See, and that's what we pay you for. Let's that's go. The,
0: that's the stuff that we're hoping they can do, and I can. I'm really hoping they can continue doing that, like for the rest of the season.
1: You want a bigger ticket, Strom? Do more of that. Let's go. <laughs> yeah,
0: and then for the second goal, like n- literally, like right after that to it makes a nice little pass to Kaner, and Kaner just goes backhand.
1: Yeah. Nice little no look to like, no look just threw it behind him.
0: And he's yeah. He's split like the fucking defenseman with it too.
1: Yeah. I mean, to it looks, I know it's only two games in, but man to bring it looks like he's feeling it. And I if that's anything like that's the kind of stuff you have to take out a season like this, where you're probably, we're probably not making the playoffs. It would be real realistic. So yeah. you need to use the shortened season, get these players who maybe had off seasons last year, get them their you know their confidence back up there. And so when we get back next year when we are fully healthy hopefully and maybe make a couple moves to get this team more solidified, they'll be ready to like to make a run.
0: Hopefully. I just yeah, we just got to get these guys going. Um, I was going to pull
1: up the ice time for those guys, too, just to see the difference real quick.
0: Yeah, they played a little less on the, than the game before. Uh, Kubelik. Yeah, Kaner played only about 18 minutes instead of 20.
1: Yeah, Kubelik jumped up to 15, just under 16
0: minutes. Yep. Room um, played less. He was almost at 20. He's at, like, 15, 16 minutes.
1: Suter was at 17.
0: Yeah, Mark was out there a decent amount. Yeah. I'm surprised that actually, like, one of the things that surprised me is uh, the that Tampa didn't score a power play goal.
1: No, which I was surprised too because we were you were texting, and you're like, I don't know if our power our penalty kill is just that bad or if Tampa's power play is that good. Yeah. And I looked at the stats and I was shocked that they didn't actually score a goal on the Friday. But I don't know. I think I think other like guy said it best. I think it was a little bit a, a little bit of B. I think that team has – we have a decent penalty kill when certain guys are out there. But, I mean, the second you get a high-powered offense, it's like, ugh, fuck.
0: Yeah, they were, like, third or – they were top five on the power play last year. And like we said, basically the same bucking team returning to the ice. So, it's like, expect more of the same. So, yeah, I mean, Hawks ended up shooting 37 shots, though, too, like –
1: they weren't, yeah, they didn't play, they didn't sit back as much. They they actually brought the fight to them, which was nice to see. But in the end of it, it's, you're not going to do much when you're facing that team and by another 5-2 loss. So three goals, for, 10 against in the first two games. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's
0: not good. Um, hopefully you can just only go up from here, but <laughs> you never know. Also, a positive note. Only got to face him five more times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> it's gonna hopefully not be so bad. Um.
1: Yeah. So that leads into today, today, uh, game three, six o'clock against the Florida Panthers. Same roster as Friday. Uh, Delia gets the start again. Oh, is he? Yeah. Nice. Um, this is going to be interesting too. Uh. You're going to see how this works because Hawks coming in off of two games against Tampa and just getting their dicks kicked in and Florida's coming in playing their first game after having to postpone their first two because of Dallas's COVID uh, protocol. Yes. So what are you expecting? Do you think, do you think you're going to see?
0: I'm hoping the Hawks can come out hot, you know, like they're, they've, They've got the two games under their belt now. Like they came out pretty decent on Friday, and hopefully they can continue that. And I'm hoping Florida does. Is a little bit flat to start the game. You know, maybe we see a little bit more of uh Bob from last season. Is Bob playing? Is he? I
1: thought he was hurt still.
0: Uh, let's find out. I just I don't remember. I haven't been paying attention to anything about Florida because they haven't been doing oh, the yeah. damn
1: thing well while you look that up um was was talking to the media this today this morning too and he was saying oh, bob
0: fine, by the way bob is bob is not
1: is not okay um yeah talking to the media he was saying they were doing a zoom zoom chat with like the te- guys on the team and john Quinville was wearing like a he said john Quinville had this stupid hat on so i'd go to text him like separately like hey nice hat And as soon as I hit send, I look back at my phone, I realize I texted Joel Quinville. (laughs) Who said that? Kaner. Oh, yeah. Zoom, and he's trying to chirp John Quinville for the hat he's wearing in the Zoom, and he texts Joel Quinville instead. He's like, yeah, that was something I instantly wish I could uh, take back. That's really funny. But, yeah, it's always interesting seeing them play Coach Q. I mean, they only played, what, twice last year? Yeah. Yeah, twice, once in Chicago, once in Florida. Yep. So it's always something a little nice to see. Um. Yeah, I really don't know what to to expect too much. It's just a weird situation with you know the COVID and all that. Florida's uh, either going to be coming hot and ready to play, or they're going to be a little bit rusty.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, one of the main stories going on for Florida right now too is Keith Yandel. Hey guys, I want to take a second to talk about c my Hockey training. CHT is hockey excellence personified for the Chicagoland area. Offering private lessons, group sessions, and skills clinics, CHT provides elite training for all ages. Visit their website, camochht.com, Instagram page at camock underscore hockey underscore training, or email training at gmail.com for more information on everything they have to offer talking about i mean it came out that he was told by was a or management that he didn't fit into their plans
0: i don't remember i just remember seeing that it was possible that or that he's just not going to be in their plans for the future so i can't remember if it was a like people were like is this coming from management or is this coming from q like yeah. nobody really knew but I mean, everybody was just like, I thought he was good. Like, doesn't he put up a bunch of points? And then Florida fans like online are just like, yeah, he puts up points, but he doesn't play fucking defense. <laughs> he's a, he's a huge liability.
1: I'm surprised they haven't like just thrown him at
0: like fourth forward. line, fourth line forward or something like that. Which is hilarious because Q ended up playing two defensemen on the fourth line like yeah. last year.
1: Yeah. Like, so, but he has his Iron Man streak was in question and everybody is freaking out about that, but it came out today that as a recording, he's supposed to be playing today and pushing his streak to what, 886 straight games?
0: 867. 67, which
1: is just stupid amount of hockey. Yeah. Especially at
0: the pro level. But uh, I mean, you can play 867 games in a row. If you don't play defense, (laughs) you block no shots. Yeah. You don't hit anybody. You just try and play offense the whole time and basically collect assists. Collect assists, collect paychecks, collect songs. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that would be interesting to see if that actually happens. Actually, since Yandel is playing, good thing for the Hawks. <laughs> Anytime he's on the ice, put Kaner out there and fucking dangle him.
1: Well, before we were recording, you were talking about how maybe they'll just have him play for, uh, power play. Like, the yeah, only time he sees ice is on the power play. So, wait. If he gets – so, say he gets put on, like, you know, you're only playing power play. That's it. Hawks don't take a penalty the entire game.
0: He isn't touched the ice. Does the streak technically continue? I don't know. I feel like Q would just put him out there, like at the end of the game for like a shift. If that was the go step, out,
1: go, step go step out there, in yeah. The, like skate to the far board, come right back. Let's go. Like,
0: it's steps. literally like <laughs> the puck's on its way on an icing. He's like off the ice, and then he sends the handle out. They blow the icing, and he's like, "All right, endle, you got to come back off." <laughs> <laughs>
1: but you no, know, good for Q though. Like he's always known as a player's coach. So if I'm feeling that if anybody is keeping his streak alive. If management is trying to like force him not to or have him not play, Q is the one that's kind of like fighting for him.
0: And I kind of that's just, I mean, that's just your thought though. Yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah, Q, yeah. Q could be the one that's just like, right. yo, I can't be on my fucking team. Like, <laughs> oh, no,
1: yeah. yeah, just from story, like, yeah, just from stories about him. Cause it's like, I can also see it being like the other way too. Like, you hear stuff with how oh, he didn't like Versteeg and all that kind of stuff. Like, it could go either way, but. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. That puck drops tonight at 6. Um, so when you're listening to this, that game will already be over, and hopefully we'll be talking next episode about the Hawks' first win.
0: Yeah, 1-2 one, oh. one and two maybe? Yeah, what's hey, – Hey, let's not keep those expectations too high.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, what, two games against Florida this upcoming
0: week? Yes. And then Detroit, hey – Hey, <laughs> Detroit Friday and Detroit Sunday. Ooh, hell yeah, dude. Next Sunday, Detroit at 11.30 a.m.
1: We'll be recording this during that. That'll yeah. be... If you thought us watching the Capitals game starting this podcast was bad, just wait till the Hawks are actually playing. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's good. It's going oh. to be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So...
1: Not to get our expectations too high, we could come back and have it be four and two.
0: Hey. <laughs> I'll be having three, 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 three and three. Last time I put out like a really high expectation of Kaner getting five points in Siouxs. <laughs> they were like, oh, there's going to be five points. <laughs> it's just going to be against you. <laughs> and almost a shutout.
1: I just love that the group chat posts was like talking about how bad Subban was, and I'm like, yeah. Can't. And uh, Tanner said last time we recorded, Subban 33 save shutout, Keener five points, and he's just like, oh, buddy.
0: <laughs> hey man, I was just throwing it out there, just, just, because if that shit happened,
1: <laughs> you know what? You just got throw out predictions out there. It doesn't matter how many throw out there, because one's bound to hit. Maybe. It's like going to the Kentucky Derby and betting on every single horse because you know one's going to at least win. Yeah, so
0: a broken clock is wrong is right twice a day. There you
1: go. <laughs> Lion squirrel finds at least one nut. <laughs>
0: but yeah, so that's kind of a
1: any more an opinion on the game or takeaways from those two games.
0: Um, I'm excited to just see more of Kershaw, Suter, Mitchell. Like I want them to get more ice time. Because I think they're working pretty hard. And Kublik, man, like, stop dogging Kublik. You fucking did it at the start of last season, <laughs> and then he still put up thirty goals. What the fuck? They're our best goal scorer. Yeah.
1: Like, we're not, we'll put him on like four or five minutes.
0: Yeah. I just, I'm, I like, like, it's not a bad game to watch. It's just the five minute span of three goals against in the two games where you're like, fuck stop doing this. Like
1: yeah. They like have to get that a complete 60, which has been a problem for them for not just this past, this season, but the past couple.
0: Yeah.
1: Like they just they they play 40 minutes and then they, but it's that 20 is what kills them. They play 50 minutes. It's that 10 minutes that kills them.
0: If they, if they don't give up two goals immediately after giving up the first one, those games are lost three to one and two to one or three to two. And it it's yeah. like, okay, you look like you're much more in it. And they look like they're really fucking in it anyway. It's just the five-minute span where they're like, oh, fuck. And then they're like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck, again, really? And then they're like, okay, well, let's start playing again. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's frustrating. You got to kind of wonder what that falls on. Does that fall on its players? Does that fall on the coach? I don't know. And if it's the coach's fault, how do you feel that he's going to be sticking around for two more years?
0: Well, if it's his fault, I think that's horseshit, but I don't think it's
1: his fault. Yeah, so Carlton, before the start of the season, I think the day of the season.
0: Yeah, I think so. It was like either day of or day before. It
1: was announced that he was signed to a two-year
0: extension.
1: Um, Overall opinion online was you thought that the team was folding. Oh, yeah. People were pissed that he got this extension. And I, I don't know. I personally think that it's the right move. I think he's for the situation that this team is in right now. I think he is the right guy for that. Um, yeah. He's a winning coach. He Sweden. He he took a team. Absolutely destroyed early. Got promoted to the higher tier out there. Then comes over to Rockford after Rockford was struggling for a little bit. Brings that team to the playoffs. And it was like a dominant like playoff run, they had too, didn't they? It wasn't like they only lost until they got knocked out, they only lost like one game or something like that. And his specialty is clearly young kids. So you're looking at a team that is full, especially this year, it is full of young kids, yeah, movement. And you want to get these guys developed the right way. Why would you not go with a guy that knows how to develop young talent,
0: right? Like, if you're mad, what are you mad about? You want to bring in who. Babcock you want to bring in like a like a fucking coach that's gonna like that's won a Stanley Cup there's no fucking point in doing that when the team's not capable of winning a Stanley Cup right now like you want to develop the players like you get a coach you have our coach that's like going to be the one that's going to develop these players like I don't like we don't need to go get like some big name coach like that's not that's not what should be happening here (laughs) Like and like the the thing too is if he's already shown that he can do all this like development, it's clearly not a year in which like you're expected to win, but just you're expected to develop. Yeah. If he doesn't do that job, then I would say like, yeah, then you look somewhere else. But like, if, if he's not winning, but developing players, I think that's kind of the route we're trying to go, you know, like we're looking towards the future, not at the immediate, like this season.
1: Nobody but the delusional fan thinks that this team is going to win. It's, it's written on the wall. The management, when Bowman was doing his press tour, trying to like calm everybody down about what was going on, like with the rebuild and all that kind of stuff. It was clear as day that we were, we were, we weren't shooting to win. We were shooting to build on our future and build talent from within and Collison's the guy that's going to do it, I really think. And I think that by the time, hopefully by the time that this this youth is developed into the winners, he'll be developed and he'll take that, his coaching to the next level. I think he's got the potential to be an elite coach. I think he is an extremely smart hockey guy, that it's the, but it's, he's facing the same learning curve, I think, as the young guys. He, he was brought up way too quick, I think, to, to the coach, that, to an NHL team.
0: Well, yeah, he was also thrown into a team that's on the downside too. You know, like, like we're right now, I think we're kind of at the bottom where it's going to be time to start going up. But like when he came in, the team was still going down. Yeah.
1: He was dealt a no-win situation. He was dealt with a crappy team that like you said, is on the down, was on, on the down, He was thrown into a position where he's placing replacing a legendary coach who was loved by the city, and I mean, fair like he deserved to be loved by the city. Look what he did for us, yeah. Like he, there was no way. He, I mean, he had two strikes against him right away before he even like stepped behind that bench. So
0: that's like. And to to come in and and not be winning games, even though we were already not winning games, but to come in and not be winning games, like everybody thought it was fucking 2010, 2013, 2015 still. Like, I don't know. Like, you got to realize that we're not that kind of team that's just going to be a powerhouse every fucking year or in the playoffs every year. Like, there's been moves that have made sure that that doesn't happen. And then the salary cap has made sure that doesn't happen. Like, It was a- like as much as like we love Patrick Kane and love Jonathan Taves, like you don't have it's they're not Sidney Crosby who and he literally can play every everywhere and will that team to like the playoffs every year and they're not Alex Ovechkin who if you need a goal he's going to go score no matter what like those guys are in a crazy other tier like they will power their teams into the playoffs all the time and the Hawks like they're they're great they'll make it to the playoffs when they can and they'll do a good job when they're in there but like they they will their
1: way they will their way to the playoffs last year in that weird situation and what do you guys everybody does they bitch about making the playoffs oh we should have just lost so we could have got the better draft pick like what do the what the what the hell do you guys want like and I know I said that too. I said that we should have lost the go to the draft pick too, but at the end of the day too, I like the experience that those young guys got, especially sure. especially Kirby Doc, and it just sucks too that he got sidelined this year because I really would have I really thought this was his this was his coming out season. Like this was the year that he was gonna enter the league and show like, hey, I'm the real deal. I'm gonna yeah a threat with, for you
0: guys with the way that he's he was looking too, i was like oh he's gonna end up being the fucking best draft pick in that draft yeah <laughs> like, and it's upsetting because now he's just gonna be a full season behind again like kako and hughes which i think he'll he can still end up being better than both of them like
1: especially when hughes is missing the net with a freaking knuckle puck holy
0: shit that what a great highlight if nobody if you haven't seen that go look up jack hughes's fucking shot
1: Saturday. They were playing uh Boston,
0: and he just falls over and misses the net wide, and it's just bad. And I'm like, yeah. I don't have a
1: I don't have a slap shot to save my life, and I'm confident I could have been better on net than that. Yeah. Holy oh.
0: shit. Well, yeah, I mean it's it's a bummer, especially when you're trying to play young guys this year to not have like our best young guy, but He's still only about to be, like, 20 years old. <laughs> He's got plenty of time. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. God, how young. How young. Makes me feel old.
1: I know. It's so weird because I'm like, yeah, like, oh, God, this kid is awesome. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm, like, 11 years older than him. This is fucking weird. <laughs> like, I'm convinced I can never buy a Hawks jersey with a current player anymore. Because it's just weird. Wearing I'm just it. not, I,
0: would, I would get one. I'm just not gonna wear it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna wear it. It's got to be a, like a player that I grew up watching. I'm just gonna tell everybody it's my son. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh
1: God! But yeah, so two more years of Carlton.
0: Yeah, that's, <laughs> right. that's what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll
1: see how that goes. I mean, I yeah. hope. Hopefully- I, hopefully, I mean, I really hope that once it gets to a point where they can start making moves where they think it's time to start winning again, Stan has the sense to, to make that and not like not pull the trigger. Like he's known from the past. Like there's been times with Stan's history as a GM, he either pulls the trigger way too soon or he waits just that like m- moment too long. So, Oh, it was the – oh, God, I don't want to talk about Stan.
0: You're saying, like, he holds on too long? Yeah, he
1: holds on too long, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, like I think a good example is when he actually correctly pulled the trigger is not signing Crawford. Yeah. One where he held on too long is signing Seabrook. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, every GM is going to do that shit, man. It's just we get to be more critical because it's our GM. (laughs)
1: And to think how bad he's been the past couple of years with his contracts and not making the right moves. And he's still got a promotion where it's gonna take a lot for him to get fired now. Yeah,
0: that's all right. Whatever. As long as the uh, as long as we aren't in the basement like Buffalo for 10 plus years, I'll be I'll end up being okay.
1: I just want to beat Detroit this year. I just don't want Detroit to have a better run It's going to
0: be at least competitive games. (laughs) I
1: don't know if you watch Detroit at all. They're one of their their games to start the season. They're playing Carolina open up. And they, so they covered their seats in in little Caesars arena with the red tarp pizza arena. Yeah. So they had the red tarp. They have like red walls. They have; they're all wearing nothing but red. Carolina's got white with like the red pants and all that. It was so hard to watch. So I'm just like, this is way too much fucking red. <laughs> like
0: it was hard to like focus. Like a inner Russian inner squad game. Yeah, right. But it's gonna so, look the same when the Blackhawks are there, basically. Yeah.
1: Well, at least the Hawks have black pants and stuff. Yeah. But that last little bit of Hawks news that I have um sealer was placed on unconditional waivers for purpose of buyout he cleared um and Colleton came out today
0: termination yeah i believe so not a buyout well termination buyout whatever isn't it no it's not because buyout would go against the cap still oh so termination is completely not on the books at all if it's if it's a contract termination then it's just the contract's void oh cool I thought that there was still something on the, on it, the it, it would be like a, a mutual agreement between the player and the organization.
1: Even better then. Okay. So he, uh, unconditional waivers for termination.
0: He if cleared. That's, that's what's going on. Yeah. Um,
1: Colleton was talking to the media today, um, this morning, and said that the reason they did that was because he refused to report for his AHL assignment. Sorry, All bud. Right.
0: I mean, we got him off of waivers from Minnesota. Yeah. He played only a couple of games.
1: The only, like, big highlight of his is the fight against his own team in the scrimmage a couple of weeks ago.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, I mean.
0: We have a bunch of young defensemen I'd rather see play.
1: That's got to be, like, a little uh, demoralizing a little bit, knowing that you can't crack the roster on a team that's not doing
0: great with I mean, I don't know if it's that. It's just, like, they probably are just like, yeah, I mean, we don't really need them. <laughs> so, like, I'd, like they're probably in the same boat. They want to play the young guys, and the only veterans they want to use are going to be, like, Han Murphy, and Keith. Oh,
1: last thing, too. Um, so, Doc, we mentioned a little bit earlier, Doc and Taves were officially moved to LTIR. It's already expected Doc's going to miss the entire season um, with Taves. It means he's going to miss. He has to miss at least the ten. Is it ten games or twenty four days, or is it ten days and twenty four days? Oh, I have no idea. I think yeah. So it's. a I haven't, looked, at,
0: that far, I haven't looked that far into LTIR. Yeah, so it's ten
1: games, twenty four days that he's going to be out. So it's going to be at least probably a month before, even if he's able to play. It's going to be like a month before he can actually get out there. Month and a half.
0: Yeah, but with no news about like yeah, what's going is- on, I'm just assuming they still have no idea like what what's like I'll be they- shocked. I'll be
1: shocked if he plays this year, to be honest. Really? <sighs> I really hope not. I don't want to be shocked that way. Just the way I mean just the don't way don't set that bar that way, my guy. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, because just the way that that we were talking in his press conference and then the way it was worded, like he's indefinitely out, no timeline and all that kind of stuff, it just kind of seems like they were saying he's not going to play without saying he's not going to play. That's just the vibe I got from, from their conference and all that kind of stuff. I could be wrong, but like I said, new theme of our show and our life is the Tanner set the bar low low expectations yeah.
0: that's the that's the way that you gotta do it for the next couple of seasons <laughs> <laughs> um yeah you got anything else for Hawkstock? no <laughs> oh, all right i'm hoping we can get like a nice little uh rangers rebuild where uh win the lottery again and or like technically we won the lottery with like kirby doc like win the lottery again and be like oh rebuild dover <laughs> like, right. let's go i mean but, yeah that's about it. Yeah. So I mean Hawks and Panthers tonight. Let's go. Let's
1: go. Um NHL talk. Jimmy Howard retired. Or will yeah. is expected to retire. Um Ken Holland asked if he would, would be willing to come out to play for Edmonton. And he said that he was starting the process of retiring and he was gonna announce on social media shortly. Um and you guys were kind of going into it last night about him that he kind of had probably the worst luck career.
0: most players kind of I mean he got drafted in 03 to Detroit played his entire career there he didn't really get to see the net until like I forgot it was like the year it was the year after they lost to the Penguins so he didn't he wasn't on their Stanley Cup championship team um and the year after they lost to the penguins was when the hawks won and they just never made it back to the Stanley Cup finals after that even though the team was still like somewhat good pretty like somewhat stacked a little bit but uh yeah they just were on the on the downgrade from then on and the team just got worse and worse as as his career progressed and it's like damn man you you went to a a basic like early dynasty and then that was like the later 90s and or in like through the 2000s and then as soon as it's your net now the team's like yeah man we're we got nothing left in us we're kind of going down now (laughs) and it's like fuck dude probably was so excited when he got drafted he's like yeah i'm gonna win a stanley cup for sure yeah i got to watch a couple stanley cups man that was awesome (laughs) yeah right Got to play for Team USA. I mean, he had a good. I mean,
1: he had a good career. Like nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing to hit home about. He's not. I mean, not going to be a Hall of Fame candidate. But I mean, there's nothing to be ashamed about the career he had. He made his money.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of just a little surprised that he's hanging him up. But I mean, not entirely too surprised. Cause I think what, he's like 35,
1: 35 or 36, I think
0: 36. Yeah.
1: He's like crow's age. So I mean, same draft class. same.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. That's crazy. Actually thinking about that. Him and Crawford both are retiring the same season, Detroit versus, versus Chicago. They played against each other in that awesome series in 2013. I only say it's awesome because the Hawks came back from three to one. Oh, I mean, that was an awesome series. Yeah. But, yeah, that's end, end of a weird era for goalies, I'd say. Yeah. It's, yeah, I guess it, – it, oh, my God. Thinking about it, it's so weird. Like, Lundqvist isn't playing this year. Crawford's done. Howard's done. Speaking of Lundqvist, though, real quick,
1: is it, like – am I just, like, underestimating medical, like, technology now that they were talking about him between the first period of this game? That he left the hospital and he posted pictures on Instagram. He walked out of the hospital like no problem. Like that blows my mind. He has open heart surgery and he's just, yeah,
0: I'm out. You want to fucking wheel out in a wheelchair? No, just, like, I just think that's insane
1: for like how like crazy, like how serious heart open heart surgery is. Like that blows my mind. How good yeah, I mean,
0: medical technology is now like that's insane. I've never had it done, but <laughs> I just I don't know what to expect. I don't know what you're expecting.
1: <laughs> I just figured it would be a little bit more of a like, you know, a
0: rehab period, like, you know. It's not like he just walked in, had a procedure, walked out and it was like two hours and he's oh, just I like. Know, oh, he I know, <laughs> I know, I'm just, I think
1: it's just insane. Like how far medical is come, like medical technology has come. Like that's insane to me. Like I've seen videos of people that have like brain surgery and are like living their lives normally like within like four or five days. Like, that's fucking insane to me. I don't know. I guess I just, I'm easily impressed, I guess. I don't know. I
0: think so. I mean, <laughs> do you read a lot of books about medieval, like, medical procedures where they're using leeches and hanging people upside down?
1: <laughs> no, should I be?
0: <laughs> I mean, if that's your thing.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so what's going on in the NHL? A bunch of captains got, not a bunch, but a couple captains being named. It's true, uh, yeah. for the start of the season. Dylan Larkin takes the C for Detroit, which was like the biggest, like no duh, out of everybody. Yeah. Uh, Mark Stone for Vegas for Vegas, which the album was a little surprising, but also I guess not. Jared Spurgeon in Minnesota, Minnesota, yeah, right. So I think that leaves. New York Ottawa
0: Man, I saw this the other day and I can't remember who else dun, 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 dun. Rangers Ottawa
1: and that's it. Is that it?
0: Who's the who's the Sabres captain? Eichel. Is it Eichel? Yeah. So you got to see. Okay. Who's uh, the, wait, who's the captain in Montreal? Shea? Jay Weber. Oh my god, I can't think. Initial captain. I thought there was more shit.
1: I'm pulling it up. Let's see. New Jersey doesn't have one.
0: Okay, there we go. The Rangers and Senators. Everybody else has okay. one. That's what I thought. I thought there was at least one more. I wonder who gets it in New Jersey. PK. I yeah. <laughs> think PK would get it. I think I don't think PK would get it. I think they would do something like He like Nico Heeshe. Yeah. Senators. Uh, I can see like Thomas Shabbat.
1: I think it's just gonna be Shabbat. I think it's just I it's kind of weird when you have teams that have like obvious guys that could be it. Yeah. They don't New York's gonna be tough. I think there's a bunch of guys on there that could realistically sit up in that role.
0: I think it they might wait and just make it lot like Lafonair.
1: Yeah, could be. But I mean it look is. about La you got I can see panarin I can see I can Um Kreider. Chris Kreider, yeah. So I mean there's three, four guys you can make an argument for. I think could be last on that list, but I think you still make an argument for him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't think there was anything too surprising about the ones that were named, though.
1: No. So, yeah, I was, like, just a little taken back because I was, like, with Pacioretty and Bertangelo and all that. and then, But that's, like, also one guy's coming in first year and other guys every other day is in a trade rumor. So, mm-hmm.
0: it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, no one's really been on the team that long. The team hasn't been around that long. That's fair. Four, this is, what, third season, fourth season? Fourth, right? <laughs> no idea. It's certainly- yeah, it's their fourth because they went to the finals the first year, and lost in the playoffs twice. Yeah,
1: you're right. So fourth year. But all right. Any uh, any big surprises for you, or sh- anything that you're kind of shocked on that's happened so far in this very short season?
0: Fucking Detroit has a win, and we don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's like the the big one there. That one hurts a little bit. Um. No, I don't think there's anything else. Oh, Colorado just got all up in St. Louis's ass the other day, so that made me feel pretty good. Eight,
1: nothing. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> how? Also, how bad
1: does Colorado look with that blue? Oh, I don't like it. The blue sleeve, I mean, this, the jerseys haven't changed, but now they finally put they put the same blue for, like, the helmet and the pants. That's way too much.
0: It, it, it's the, oh, my God, what's that insurance commercial where people are acting like their parents? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yep, we all see it. We all see it. Their they're helmets, they're helmets are blue. The blue. <laughs> <laughs> helmets are blue. Blue.
1: Oh, my God. You don't have you to, don't say, have to it. say
0: it. You don't have to say it. <laughs>
1: I just I really hope that's just a one year thing because it's their anniversary, like 25th anniversary or something like that.
0: Man, I lo- to do any anniversary any, like anytime I hear anniversary jerseys, I think about those sick fucking Buffalo Sabres ones. Yeah, the white with the gold. Oh my god, I want one of those bad. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I will say too, the gold Golden night jerseys grew on me. I didn't
0: cool. I didn't watch the game, so I didn't. i it seen. a
1: lot better, especially with Mark Andre's all gold setup oh yeah looks like gold member from uh, Austin Powers but
0: oh, I love gold I
1: still hate the white gloves though I'm not a fan in all of those but I they, it makes sense with those jerseys
0: I've always kind of liked white gloves but uh, that's all right. I'm not gonna say anything. It's it, you it just be
1: quiet. You've depends. always liked it because everybody else in our group like hates them. So you're just like, yeah, fuck them.
0: Post said like likes them, I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm not gonna say anything, but uh, but it, it really depends on the setup, the whole setup itself, like if it makes sense.
1: The only time that I think I really liked them was the Buffalo anniversary ones. Those those are good. sick.
0: Yeah, like I said, those anniversary jerseys and the whole setup is just nasty. Oh, man. Get I want to get one of those. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I keep walking, like, so many jerseys I want to get. Like, Arizona's been wearing their Kachina for the two games so far. And I'm like, I want to fill Kachina jersey so bad.
0: I mean, hey, that, that shows you that Adidas is doing something right. Getting want all these jerseys, man. Dude, I want, yeah.
1: I also, I'm curious when they're going to start. I want to see a schedule for... Reverse referees. yeah. When we're gonna see those in games? Because the only one right now for sure is Vegas versus Colorado at Lake Tahoe, which is gonna be awesome. Yes. Oh, did we talk
0: about Lake Tahoe at all last time?
1: I think we mentioned it. I don't think it was the teams we said we're playing or not. I
0: don't know. I just I, I think it's hilarious if anybody hasn't seen the um. The Belmare and Burkowski interview, where like Bellmare is just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. so I've never played on a lake be- lake before, and I'm so excited. And Burkowski's like, we're not playing on the lake; we're playing on the side, like on the on the golf course. And he's like, what? No, <laughs> my dreams. <laughs> just like the funniest. And so genuinely, like, heartbroken moment. That would have been insane if they could have figured it out, though, to, how to play on the lake. Right. But not going to happen. Not going to
1: happen. That would have been awesome, though. Oh, I guess press conference. We got to talk about Voracek.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. God. Voracek just going off on – uh what's his name? Mike. Some fucking sports writer in Philly. Philly.
1: And – Basically, was asking him a question, and the second he hears this guy's voice, forechecks, hands in his face, and it's just like, doesn't matter what the fuck I say, you're gonna write shit anyways. Like, yeah, you weasel. Yeah, calls him <laughs> a weasel. Oh, oh my god, I love it when these players just don't give a
0: There's shit. me that was next to him, and he's just like, He's drinking his water, and then as he says that, he's like, he looks. He's like, oh shit! Like, did you hear that? <laughs> the fucking Mike Myers Kanye moment. <laughs> oh my god but he was and it kills me like the clip i
1: we posted on our social media like cuts it off That there's a longer clip that sees them asking uh, Koneki a question and he's sitting there and he's like trying so hard to keep like the straight face because he was just ready to lose it because yeah. he like he looks over at voracek and voracek's got like a smirk on his face god like you need more of that kind of stuff with I mean, the players need that. I mean, I think the players need to show personality like that. Same thing goes to uh, New Jersey when they're interviewing that the rookie that scored the, the game-winning goal. Oh, yeah. And he clearly does not speak English well. And he just has no clue what he's saying. And they're asking, like, oh, how did it feel? You know, reaction from the boys. He's like, huh, I, I don't know. What, you talking about the boys? Sharangovich. And, yeah. <laughs> And there's, like, yeah, the boys. And when, she, when he realizes that they're, he's asking about the guys, like, he gets a big smile on his face. He's like, I don't know. i just, I just happy.
0: That is happy. And, <laughs> oh, well, thanks for this. And He's like, oh, yes, thank you. And it's like, don't, like, like, it's cool to, like, try and get the interview. But as soon as you're like, oh, like, he has no fucking clue what I'm <laughs> talking about. Just be like, oh, man, nice goal. Thanks. And he's going to be like, yes, thank you. <laughs>
1: goal. Happy when yeah,
0: it's it was so great it reminds me of when like Panarin was first on the Hawks and like barely knew any English <laughs>
1: oh god I remember that we were all like texting like oh god this is brutal like it's the greatest like the poor guy making him talk
0: oh bread, man miss him god. I, I just imagine like if we had Panarin still <laughs> playoffs baby
1: playoffs every year But not smart
0: enough.
1: Uh, Fucking salary cap. What are you going to do?
0: Yeah, right. Can't pay everybody everything. Yeah, there's no way we're going to pay Panarin what
1: the 12 million he's got. Yeah. Yeah, that was not going to fucking
0: happen. But it's okay. Well, you know, I'm glad that he's doing his thing in New York. Oh, has he scored yet? I think he has. I think he scored finally last night.
1: They got shut out the first game yes they shut
0: out islanders the second game oh yeah five nothing yeah okay i don't know anything else i don't i think that
1: bot does it so
0: hockey man first first almost full week is up and uh it's been great (laughs) Uh, he's back
1: you know washington pittsburgh right now tied three three in the best Part of this game is having silence because I have to hear them talk about goddamn chara playing for Washington and how weird it is. Do did they, did they, they still have that one counted? <laughs> yeah, I still don't understand how that is a goal.
0: This, uh, hilarious. Um, yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> all
1: right. So yeah, so this is episode 120. What are we call it, Tanner?
0: Uh the start of something bad <laughs> Start of
1: something bad i like it oh man oh man all right so thanks for tuning in um oh, sure. yeah. what's up
0: um i know it's just kind of not a hockey thing but this week is gonna be could be potentially pretty pretty brutal i don't know like with protests and everything and i just wanted to make sure everybody you know stay safe be smart don't do anything stupid, please. And hopefully everybody just keeps their heads, you know, a lot of crazy shit going on in America right now. And I really don't want things to fucking get crazy.
1: Escalate worse. Yeah. I don't take, take my role. Ever since the last crazy shit that happened in this country, which is kind of hard to get, you can say, what was that? Because there's so many you can pick from. I've done like a media like freeze. Like I've just stopped watching the media because it's just was going insane and all that, I feel a lot better. Like it's kind yeah. of nice to like ignore what the, all that shit's going on and like, like the negativity that I take a, took out of my life by doing that. It's insane, but okay. <laughs> it's gonna be really fucking interesting We'll see what happens this week. I didn't right. realize I'm so lost on like what day it is. I completely forgot that that's coming up already.
0: I would really like a not interesting thing to happen. So. I that's just like, not the way it means well. that i've seen recently online is just like hey i'm getting real tired of living these once in a lifetime historical events can we uh stop doing that please like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not fun anymore okay i think we're in for a show Let's uh, <laughs> anyway
1: that's all right the world will be burning and we'll be watching hockey so that's okay
0: just don't melt the ice yeah <laughs>
1: All right, so uh, thanks for tuning in. This is episode 120, the start of something bad, which feels really weird now saying that after what you just said. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Be sure to check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Pandora, um, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Get us up. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, Visit our website, wcbenders.com. And yeah. I got nothing else.
0: All right. Awesome. Good job, bud. (laughs) Love you, boys.